Hey everybody, this is Jeremy Lynch with Landon Harlan from Obu Interactive, and you are listening to the Cases for Causes podcast, the show that looks at legal marketing with a purpose. Today we're talking about all things legal marketing podcasts with, well, us. Just us. Just Just the two of us. (laughs) Episode one. Episode one. I mean, there's got to be like three billion podcasts out there why are we doing this that's a great question so a couple months ago i remember i i think i said something to you about hey you know i used to run a podcast for fun have we ever thought about doing something like that for our clients and something that would help differentiate what we do and you were like that's a good idea and i kind of sat there and I just, didn't talk- want to do, I just didn't want to do another one about legal marketing or SEO and then people start pulling their fingernails out and I was exactly. hoping we could find something different about ours. Yeah. And I think, you know, some of the things that Obu is passionate about, you know, helping good people find good lawyers really resonated with me and like, wow, there are a lot of good stories to tell and everybody loves a good story. And, you know, there are, like you said, there are so many podcasts out there that are just about you know, whatever crime stories or sports stories or, you know, whatever. And I thought the people that we are trying to connect with people who we work with yeah. have a story to tell. And I thought, you know, why not do something in podcast form? Why not start with our own? <laughs> exactly. We'll just get right into who we are, what we're doing. And Jeremy, once you take it away and then I'll go. So I have a journalism background. That includes writing, editing, web design and development, and most recently operations. And coming from that journalism background, I've been immersed in compelling stories. That's kind of what journalism is, right? Right. The Obu's plight and quest to help connect people with good lawyers. It resonated with me because in my career, I have done some things that made me feel really good at the end of the day. I've helped firefighters and EFTs get recertified through online training. Yeah. I've, uh, I've helped police officers stay safe with body cameras and in-car video surveillance systems. And, and what we're doing at Obo is right in line with those types of business that have a greater purpose. Absolutely. So that's how I ended up at Obo. And personally, just to give a little background for all you listeners out there, what makes me tick? Well, let's see. Some inappropriate relationships with some unnamed golf courses. And then this may turn some people off, but an Ohio State football and basketball fan, born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. So I have roots in, in the Buckeye State. Explain uh, that. <laughs> uh, we'll take that offline. Let's see. I, I love to cook. Another one of my inappropriate relationships is with a chef's knife and a cutting board. I was a line cook way back in the day and just kind of fell in love with food prep. And I think, you know, my wife and daughter approve of that relationship because they've reaped the benefits for 15 or 20 years now, depending on which one you're talking to. So that's kind of gives you a, a little insight into to me. What about you, Landon? It's all well, it's all very well documented on your Instagram. You know what you're doing, working around that Koshina. Um, let's see about me. So I got into easily what could be consider, considered legal marketing 20 years ago. And in some ways you could say it even predates Google to go that far back. But when it came time to create Obo Interactive and really give it 
a persona of who we were going to be and why we were going to be different, much like this podcast is going to be different, is uh, involves actually my grandmother. And it's a story that I often get a little choked up about. I've told it to a handful of people. I have written it out before. And it involves defective products. It involves litigation. And unfortunately, it involved her untimely death. And this was a result of her going to her weekly bridge meetup with all her gals, right, at the little community clubhouse. It was her turn to bring a snack, so she chose to go get a bunch of big oranges, and it was late summer. She went into a Safeway, checked out, went through the sliding glass doors, made a left turn, and I can still see this breezeway in my mind. Right next door to the Safeway is a radio shack that is now no longer there because I didn't burn it down, but the Radio Shack was used to be a place that my grandfather actually used to take me, and I love going to it because we go through all the gadgets, remote control cars. Sometimes I get lucky and he'd get me something, which was awesome. On this day, they were demonstrating Direct TV, a company I think we've all heard of. So Direct TV pulled up a trailer with a satellite dish. They put it in a parking lot and they ran a coaxial cable from the dish across the parking lot up over the curb. Didn't mark it, didn't tape it down. Ran it through the front doors, connected to the TV. My grandmother was coming the other way, walking with her bag of oranges. She tripped over the cord and she fell. And when you hear of trip and falls, you know, a lot of people kind of laugh and, and snicker about someone needing a lawyer because of tripping and falling. But hers was she fell forward. She landed on her wrist, her hip and her face. I was at, at work at the time. I was actually working as a cook. So you and I both enjoy cooking. And I got a call. I told the chef. The chef told me to go. And I showed up at the hospital where my grandmother still had blood on her body. She had blood in her hair. And she was going to be rushed in for emergency surgery. Moving the story along, essentially what ended up happening going through rehabilitation is she caught what's known as a hospital-acquired infection. And she ended up passing away in the hospital. And uh, that was obviously very devastating for the family. Now, some people know me that you know, my, my dad was an attorney and growing up, I got a little bit of exposure to that. So there's a trial attorney. My mom's side of the family, however, did not have much of a legal background. And when the when my aunts and uncles chose an attorney, they decided to choose one that didn't quite have the special specialization, experience, resources, and all the things that go into making a good attorney a great one that you can rely upon. We ended up basically watching our grandmother's, my grandmother's case, more or less get dismissed. It, uh, it settled for very, very little. There was nothing done because Radio Shack had armies of lawyers. DirecTV had armies of lawyers. They had big insurance. And this, you know, this, this unqualified attorney basically got buried. From that experience in life, when it came time to start Open Interactive, and I think this is the part that is, is most important, we will not work with a lawyer or a law firm that we would not hire to represent our own families. And that is something that we have stuck to and uh, we take a great amount of pride in it. It's a little bit about me and what OBU is and who we are and what is one of our founding pillars, I think, to our core values. So getting back to the podcast, now that you've, you've heard all that, Jeremy, why are we doing this? It's not just for Grandma Faye, is it? Well, why no. are we doing um, one, I brought it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but two, I thought we had a really good opportunity to make something different. You combine your kind of intrigue of, 
user behavior and analytics, and you couple that with an amazing uh, mission to connect families to good lawyers. And, and most importantly, like you just got done telling us about, you know, the genesis of, of Obu because of an ac- accident that happened to your grandma. We, we want to help avoid or people avoid some of those same pains that you guys had to experience as a family, uh, whether it's a devastating injury or, or death. And I just thought that, you know, we could tell some really good stories, get people on the path to finding the attorneys that will join their cause. That's why we have cause in the podcast name, you know, make a difference in some people's lives. Yeah, no, I agree. There's a lot of podcasts. I mean, there's podcasts about legal marketing and some of them get very niche and specific talking about SEO, pay-per-click, branding, great ones out there and more than happy to recommend those. But I think we wanted to find something a little bit different for our listener and what that purpose was. Yeah, totally agree. I think, you know, there are tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people have suffered because they didn't have the right representation when they go through that minefield of trying to navigate their way through a legal situation without the right lawyer, right? And because the corporations, like you said, they're going to put profits over people all day long, whether they are right or wrong, you know, that's going to be a bottom line thing for them. And I I just really think this podcast and what we do uh, every day for law firms that we work with, it's just, it's a good opportunity for us to get those stories out there and let people know that there are ways to do this right? and, and there are wrong ways to do this, but we're going to help them find the right ways to do it. Right, right. Help them preserve their case, make sure they get the, the best chance possible. Absolutely. So that being said, obviously some of the people who are going to be on this show in coming episodes are going to be some of the people we work with but not necessarily. Who are some of the guests that we're looking to bring on and, and talk about some of these causes? Well, if Radio Shack was still in business, I would hope you could help me find a mercenary that would take a flamethrower to that place. Um, I didn't get an opportunity to, didn't have that access. But uh, the next best thing that we can do is find really good lawyers. And some of them are, you know, some of them are going to be more well-known. Others are not, but they're going to have a unique expertise by, and you got to remember these, these people, they go into a case, they don't take any money up front. They, they put out a lot of their own money. They discover black eyes that are within the case, or maybe the client didn't remember something the right way. There's always a hurdle. There's, there's always a hurdle that makes their jobs more difficult and they extract this different viewpoint of elements that can be as common as a trip and fall or a car accident case, or can be as more complex as, you know, having a a trucking accident or something that doesn't involve a physical injury or a death, something like a data breach, which is incredibly stressful and can set a lot of people back and they can lose opportunities because of the way our system is set up. So we're going to have guests on the podcast that and these these aren't to be too long. They'll be 10, 15 minutes. It depends on the subject matter. But basically, anyone who's listening to it is going to get a unique perspective from someone who's qualified and can offer reliable advice, not legal advice necessarily, because everybody's situation is unique, 
but can at least guide them through the minefields to not do something that would impact their case in a negative manner, a way of helping to preserve evidence, a way of giving them a, a, you know, a better advantage so the lawyer can do their job and can help them recover whatever it is they deserve at the maximum amount and as quickly as possible, which is, I think, what everybody wants. Absolutely. And I think we're looking to do the, I mean, I would do these every day if possible, but I think 365 podcasts a year would be a little bit of a stretch, kind of go against one of our core values, which is, you know, some work-life balance. But I think we're going to be shooting for every other week or every couple of weeks to come out with new episodes. Yeah. And why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, who our first guest will be? Well, yeah, before I get to the first guest, the the schedule, you know, there's no there's no dearth of new and emerging litigation topics. They just keep happening. So whether it's going to be a, a product that's recalled or something else that, you know, um, individuals need their attention brought to, we have the new Camp Lejeune situation that is finally coming to light. And at any point now is going to be uh, signed by our president to help what I believe is like almost a million people impacted by this contaminated water. We had Juul e-cigarettes pulled from the market in the past 10 days. And going back to even like body cameras that you were talking about, uh, we're going to have attorneys on that represent women who have been sexually assaulted because Lyft and Uber, these billion dollar rideshare companies, won't simply put a camera inside the car for their for their protection. I think there's going to be a lot of stories that will be pretty enlightening and then also just offer that guidance and insight that anyone could use. One of the most important ones, someone who I think has been a trailblazer in this world known as sexual assault, and you've seen it come out of Harvey Weinstein. You've seen it come out of Jeffrey Epstein. We have seen the fall, finally, of a lot of these types of individuals that sat in power, and she has dedicated her legal career, at least for the past 15 years, because she is quite young. We don't talk about exactly any, any woman's age. So our first guest that we're going to bring on uh, has dedicated at least the past 15 years of her entire practice to sexual assault litigation. Uh, these are survivors of sexual assault, not just not victims, survivors. And she has not only created a law practice around it, but really dynamic one that actually have licensed counselors on hand to help these people to answer their questions. And uh, it's Jessica Pride of Pride Law Firm based in San Diego. She founded the American Association for Justice uh, Sexual Assault Litigation Group, uh, which is one of the fastest growing groups at the American Association of Justice. And she has led that. We weren't going to actually be able to have her on as our first guest, but she just settled a case uh, confidential, it's an undisclosed amount, where she took 42 depositions just to prepare the case for trial. If anyone doesn't know what a deposition is, that's where you sit down uh, on a recorded statement, you you do swear under oath, and probably the average one you could say on, on the short is four hours, plus you're wow. going to have another four or five hours of prep. So you know, if each one was 10 hours plus other reasons, she's she easily put in, you know, 800, 1,000 hours to represent her client. And in doing so, the other side settled 
and her client is extremely satisfied. So I'm excited to say we're going to have Jessica on next week and she will be our first guest. I think it's probably one of the most appropriate and honorable guests we can have. That's going to be really good. Uh, I'm looking forward to speaking to her too. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope that people do listen in and then we should we should talk about what else people should do with this podcast. Yes. First, I want to thank everybody for listening. Maiden Voyage, and we're looking forward to telling a lot of stories and, and having some really good guests on, on this podcast. Uh, and if you've enjoyed this episode of Cases for Causes and you'd like to support us, uh, pound that subscribe button, share it with others, post it on social media, leave us a rating, tell us how we're doing. You can catch all the latest from Obo Interactive on our Instagram feed at Obo Interactive, or you can check out our website at obointeractive.com. Thanks again, everybody. And until next time, work passionately, live peacefully. Thank you. Thank you.